Welcome to Pokey Boys, a Pokemon podcast brought to you by Showboys and Playlong Podcast. Hosts Mike and Jared join forces for an epic Pokemon podcast where they can fully indulge themselves in wild Pokemon challenges, fan game and ROM hack playthroughs, and all other sorts of Pokemon-related content. In this week's episode, the boys make their way to Izumi Village to uncover the truth behind the Akui clan's nefarious plot. Will Kobalion get in their way and aid the Hound of Cruelty's devious plans? Welcome to Pokey Boys. We're here, season three, episode four, uh, Ice Cold Heart. Uh, we're tackling chapter four of Pokemon Bushido. Um, very intense chapter. Mm-hmm. That it rough. was. Yeah, it was rough. rough, intense. <laughs> like it just it was it was hard hitting. I loved it. Yeah, and I think maybe longest, or maybe it felt longest because I. Had to do a little bit of grinding to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, get over the top there at the end. But uh, lots to talk about tonight, for sure, as always. And um, I'm <laughs> just notice your your tagline under your name, Dad. Um, joined by my uh, fellow <laughs> co-host, the season Dad or Dadachu, as it is uh, under his name here in Streamyard. Uh, and yeah. Kumano, uh, how you doing tonight, Kumano? I can't complain. Everything's all good on my end. Nice, Dad. Yourself? I'm good. I'm actually caught up on some much-needed rest, so hopefully <laughs> there aren't any shenanigans tonight. <laughs> yeah, last episode of Showboys, which is our our 2023 year-in-review What's Watching Awards. Uh, Dad was basically sleepwalking through that episode, was- so I'm glad you got some rest. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> There's one part I was going through it today doing some editing and there's just one part that I'm just shaking my head like I wish I could have taken it out but <laughs> anyway how are you Mike uh, I'm doing good um you know uh, just me and my my oversized Bulbasaur here ready to talk about some Bushido um like we do every week uh, let's start off with l- reminding everyone and each other of the teams that we ended with oh, uh, in chapter three. So the team, so I guess it would be the teams we started chapter four with. Um, while Jeff rummages through his notes, I'll start it off. Um, I ended chapter three with Nala, my Pyroar, level thirty-nine; Kenji, my Gallade, level forty-two; Akita, my Grimmsnarl, at forty-three. Gyozen, my Toxtricity at 43, Jinroku, my Corviknight at 39, and Ghost Jin, my Samurott at 45. Kumino, who did you start Chapter 4 with, my friend? Alright, so to end Chapter 3 off, and to start off Chapter 4, 
I had big news the Toga Kids coming in at level 49. I had Dragon the Gabite coming in at 44. Nice. Raju the Salazzle coming in at 44. My starter, Zoro the Sceptile coming in at 46. Yokozuna, my Greninja coming in at 47. And Pauls the Lucario coming in at 47. Nice, nice. Very, very solid team. Uh, and as you can already tell, I am very underleveled. Uh, Dad, what so, team did you start Chapter 4 with, my friend? So I I couldn't find my my list, but I didn't. I The list I have in front of me was I switched up a few. Like, it's not too drastically different than what I ended this the previous chapter with i had sekiro my delphox charlie my leafeon al my Fairligator, tony Honage. i think he was new mm-hmm. um doreen which was my goldine and carol oh. the carkle yeah carkle <clears throat> So you have a Goldine. That's interesting. I I don't think I stuck with them for very long. Um, I, I dude, I got I just I got obliterated so many times. It was so frustrating. <laughs> um, like my the team that I had coming up to this point, like I'm like, yes, we're just gonna mow through everything, right? Mm-hmm. And I even went through and did some grinding because I figured most of them were 50 or super close to 50 at this, at that point. Um, so I was like, I, it would be a good idea to bring them all up to, you know, a little bit higher. Cause I figured it was going to be a bit tougher this chapter. And I was right. Um, so yeah, I, <laughs> took up quite a bit of time doing that nice um <clears throat> before we get into the story beats uh when i fired up chapter four here i, I went back and did a, a little bit of backtracking because now we have water walking so unlike jeff i was able to or and kumino you know kumino and i were able to finally like surf and access places we haven't been able to so i went back uh to at Izo village and I found the Hyperbeam Scroll. Um, I found a Relic Silver on Sakura Pass, which just sells for a crap load of money. I went to Sakura Cave and surfed across that little water there. And uh, so Dad, he had Feraligator back there. Kumino, who did you find in Sakura Cave? Um, Hold on, let me see. Headed back to Sakura Cave to see anything new. Uh... Incineroar. 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 Do you want to guess yeah. who I encountered in Sakura Cave? You know what? I was thinking about that as soon as I saw that it was Incineroar sitting over there in the corner. So <laughs> I came to the conclusion that you found a Rowlet. No. Good guess, though. Uh, so these encounters in Sakura Cave are based off of your starters typing. So uh, Dad's starter was fire type, so his encounter in Sakura Cave was a water type. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Kumano is starter was grass type, so his encounter is fire type. So that, of course, would mean my encounter, having started with the water type, would be grass type. So Kumano is on the right track, uh, but it was a wrong generation. Um, I encountered uh, Torterra, which is nice, giant, brown nice. grass uh, turtle. Um, awesome. Also, Dad, uh, all three of these... I didn't know that. ...that we ran oh, into... Cool. A cave here. These are all starting Pokemon for other generations of Pokemon games. So oh, that's cool. pretty cool. Nice, uh, kind of like rare find. Um, yeah, I, I found the Torturo, which was nice. And um, I I wrote in my notes, named it, and then didn't put what I named it. So it's it <laughs> <something>. <laughs> uh, but then I, I found the Shadow Claw scroll in Hagane City, Swift scroll and and Shizen Trail. And then that was kind of all that I could explore at this current time. Kumino, did you do any uh, backtracking before you started? Yeah, all of the same backtracking you did because you know we wasn't we, we wasn't blessed by the RNG gods and given water walking from the beginning right? of the game. <laughs> Must be that that phone version of Bushido. Gotta be something. I got a <laughs> cracked version of it or something. <laughs> Did you do anything before you uh, headed over to um, Izumi Village or wherever? Um, I went back to Janetsu. Right? Oh. <laughs> so when I booted this up to play Chapter 4, I was I went through and did some grinding and then I went to um, continue the story and Akemi was at the dojo. Okay. So it didn't save. So I had to do all that over again. Oh no! <laughs> um, wow. So yeah, I did did all that again, which was fun. But then <laughs> it was all good, and that's when I switched up my team after that. Oh um, okay. And then I went to Hagain City. Nice, nice. Uh, so yeah, so we were tasked last chapter with heading over to Izumi Village, and on the way we would pass through Chiki Village, or yeah, Chiki Village, which <clears throat> is west of Hagain City. Sorry for the throat clears. I apologize. I've been trying to mute. Um, You're good. But of course, uh, west of Hagain City, there is water. So we have to surf across the Kayo Sea. And um, this run, just looking at my notes here, I did not catch a lot of Pokemon intentionally. I was just kind of at this point to train up a new team, even though the levels are right on par with some most of these wild Pokemon with my team, at least because I'm under leveled. um, I kind of like my team for better or for worse um so i i i haven't been catching a lot i caught a few that i like or you know maybe potentially could be swapped out later but uh at the kyo c the encounters i found sharpedo huntail palo sand which i caught and named sandy from season two shout out palo sand love that pokemon uh, Slow King, Gyarados, Wishy Washy, Piyukumuku, Cloister, Galarian Lanoon, which I love the way that Pokemon looks. I don't know, it's just something with like the white and black. It's just what is it? Galarian oh, Lanoon, um, Lapras, Gorbis, and Kingler, which I caught 
and named something again. I forgot to write down the name. <laughs> um, Kingler, for some reason, I love that Pokemon. Like, I never use it. I just love the way it looks. But um, yeah, also found the Rain Dance scroll here. Uh, did either of you guys catch anything cool on the Kyo C? No. Well, um, I caught the Overworld Sharpedo, named it nice. Arlong. Caught a Huntail, named it Lord of the Coast. Um, let's see. I got the Rain Dance. Got the caught the Overworld Palisand, named it Beiji. Uh, caught a Dugong, named it Kami. Dugong. I've always wanted to use a Dugong. Dugong was no one of, reason why. Dugong was one of my uh, go-to's in Generation One because I just thought Seal was so cute. Yeah, he, yeah, so, he looks cool. Plus, yeah, you know but, that'd be that'd probably come in clutch in the Elite Four there. Yeah, Some ice beam going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I just typed in Dugong just to, just to remind myself of who you guys were talking about. His abilities, thick fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very relatable. He's a, he's a big boy. <laughs> Maybe that's why I want to use Dugong. Um, yeah, uh, there is one trainer here that I just skipped because I lost to like three or four times. And it was just like this ridiculous Sea King that was just one-shotting my everyone on my team with Waterfall. It was ridiculous. It outsped me and just kept obliterating me. And I was like, this is a seeking. Why is this happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we we water walk or surf cross and we find ourselves in Chikyu Village. Can can I talk yeah. about my exploration just a, oh, yeah, a little yeah, yeah. bit? Of course. So I didn't catch anything, but I had a couple evolutions that occurred. Oh, okay. Do tell. Uh, Carol, my um, Carcal, evolved into Colossal. Yeah, super cool. <laughs> so cool. Just a um, giant came in, pile of burning coal. Like came in cool clutch in a lot of these battles, which was yeah? amazing. Oh, um, man, that'd be good for later on. Doreen evolved into Seeking. Um, dude, and Wishy Washy freaked Super. freaked me out <laughs> like because it was like cute little fish yeah and then it used like, ability oh, and it's like a bunch yeah. of fish uh schooling i think it's what it's called mm -hmm. uh, i'm like oh my gosh yeah it looks so cool um tony evolved into do blade nice he's gotta be one of my favorite like he really didn't do much for me but he just looks so freaking cool um, that line is is such a cool concept. I love it. Um, and a lot of stuff didn't doesn't affect him, so mm -hmm. he did help in certain situations, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much my experience on the scene. That's awesome. If you you might like ghost types, yeah, um, I really enjoy using uh, Dublade. Palo Palosan's pretty cool. He's a ghost ground type. It's just a sandcastle. Oh yeah, it's he like, it's, it's really good. He looks I, dumb, dumb though. 
He does, but he's really good. <laughs> he carried me. Yeah, Palestine is, is really good. <clears throat> I mean, he was tough at times to beat. I came across him a few times. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we make our way to Chicky Village here, and this is the home of the Iwa <laughs> clan, and they specialize in ground and rock types, which is cool. Nice little minor village. I think, um, yeah, some of the Kenshi here, they say, you know, there's no dojo, but they're working on building one in the town, which I thought was kind of like cool little world building thing, like literally world building. Um, <laughs> right. But here in Chiku Village, we have the Fossil Reviver, which is nice because, you know, we each kind of ended Chapter 3 with a handful of fossils, thanks to yep. the minigame. Which uh, was a cool. minigame. Um, we have the Daycare, which was nice, Jeff. Yeah. If you don't know, I, you can drop your Pokemon off there and they'll kind of like level up. But the main reason people use Daycares is you can stick some Pokemon in there and they will breed leave an egg, you can hatch the egg and you can kind of like, it's a way that like hardcore people can kind of manipulate like the abilities and moves and stats of Pokemon that, that they want to raise eventually, which is kind of nice. It's crazy. You say that because like, like when I went there and they asked if I wanted to leave them there for a while or whatever, I was like, Hmm, I wonder if they'll go up levels by spending time there and sure enough they did mm -hmm. and i and i did get an egg but i don't know if it was from there I don't it know. had to be because i didn't pick up an egg mike did you pick up one you're muted michael this dang clears, <laughs> man i tell you um <laughs> I'm going to scroll through my notes here while Jeff continues to talk, but I don't. It, it must have been from there. I mean, that I now that is. you say that, it makes sense that because I did get an egg. Yeah. Um, but I have not done anything with it other than realize I have an egg in my. Yeah. In my storage. So you have to uh, you have to throw the egg in your party and walk around after a certain amount of steps. It'll hatch. Oh, and nice. then you'll find out what you get. Um, but exciting. cool. I think they introduced that in what generation two Kumano. And yeah. when they introduced that, they also introduced baby Pokemon. So like Pichu is the baby Pokemon of Pikachu. And so like, that's how you got Pichu that's was cool. breeding a Pikachu. Um, but like there were a handful, like Jigglypuff had a baby Clefairy Jinx, Electabuzz, Magmar, like some really cool uh, looking things. The Pokemon, they, they gave you an egg, and when you hatched it, it was Togepi, so it how, that's how they introduced the Togepi line, stuff like that. Um, that's sweet. Yeah, uh, breeding is... I like, like that concept a lot. Yeah, breeding is a wild rabbit hole <laughs> you can get down. Um <laughs> Well, uh, luckily you don't have like to go that hard no more. You know, uh, with Scarlet and Violet, now the only thing you got to do is have a picnic and, you know, you're going to go check the, the basket for food and find out that you got an egg. Yeah, it's really, really awkward picnics. <laughs> right. you like, when did y'all have time like, to do this? I've been right. watching y'all the entire time. 
<laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's awkward. It's awkward. And them sneaky um, teenagers. Yeah, no right. Uh, there's also a move tutor here in, in Chicken mm-hmm. Village, which is cool. Kind of got cover the bases of some nice, um, you know, normal Pokemon things that you find in throughout the world. Uh, did you guys get anything cool from your fossils? I mean, they're all just the traditional fossils, so I didn't end up putting any of them on the team. I think I got like a Tortuga and Lilip, maybe, but. Uh, other than that, not much going on here in Chicky Village because, like they said, they don't have a dojo. So we're just kind of passing through um, and taking advantage of these amenities, if you will, if you uh, needed to. Um, there is a cave go through, and um, the encounters that I ran into. Well, first off, did you guys do anything in Chicky Village? I didn't necessarily, outside of going through and talking to everyone, like my usual village visits. No. Well, one thing that I wanted to note was uh, you can buy nature mints in the shop and um, rare evolution oh, yeah. items. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I thought, I thought that was nice neat. Like, I, I didn't even realize that they would have them in the game. So yeah. it was good to see that, you know, they had a shop for it. And it's at a reasonable price because it's also another slowpoke whale uh, <laughs> coming up. That's right. And I, I bet I that Kumino spent most of his time there. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's another thing, Jeff. So your Pokemon, they have their abilities, which you're, I think you're getting familiar with. Like you just said, Dugong has thick fat. <laughs> uh, but each Pokemon also has a nature, which um, just affects their base stats. So you'll you'll get a, a, a boost to one and a uh, negative to one. And each nature, you know, coincides with a boost and a negative. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool that there are items where you can change the natures of your Pokemon if you get, like, real into the weeds with the stats and the builds and all that stuff. Again, just kind of showing that Pokemon, you can go as deep as you want. Right. <laughs> like, if you really want to go, like, EV train and, like, catch Pokemon with perfect IVs and then mess with their natures and then breed to get like the perfect move set. I mean, deep. I, I can tell, I mean, yeah. just from everything that I'm, I've been experiencing with this game. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's a lot. Like there's just so much to absorb and yeah. remember. Um, but the like, nice thing is with fan games like this, they're made by like hardcore fans, obviously. So they're, more challenging and like care more about that stuff way more than if you're just playing like I mainline game. So I did have a question because we we'll talk about it later, but we come across another mini game. Is that something that's done in like the regular games too? Oh, I know what he's talking about. That hasn't been done since generation two. Okay, so so, like the, so we can the, tell that they love Generation Two. So like the mining game from the last chapter, they did right, mm-hmm. and now there's a another mini game um, coming up. I don't know if it's in this cave. I don't think it is. No, I, it's, it's, it's a little bit end. later. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, like it's so it's been a while since they've done 
mini games. I freaking love the mini games. It's a lot of fun. This mini game, I mean, they're super simple. Um, not a lot of thought going into it. Uh, <coughs> but yeah, it, it's. I was just wondering, and that's yeah. pretty. That's pretty cool. They, they each kind of have their own like attempts at some weird like uh, gimmick. That's the word I was looking for. Um, they they've. When did they introduce Mega Evolution? Was that like the first like real generation game? six? So since generation six, they each generation they add a new gimmick like Mega Evolution or Gigantamax or um, Terrestrial Z moves. Z moves. Um, but they also have like the mini game version of that. So like <clears throat> generation two, they added. Uh, the you know well no, well the game, the game corner was in game one but then they kind of like expanded on it a little bit uh then what diamond and pearl they had they added them the mining mini game was that yeah uh diamond and pearl had the underground okay uh, i'm trying to think what did Unova have uh, but Scarlet and Violet, I guess you could consider their mini game uh, like the cooking for the picnics, where you go and buy different ingredients and you can assemble different food that help you in your breeding or what Pokemon what? you encounter, stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so each generation they kind of like try something new, and it's it's. Sometimes cool, oftentimes annoying, and other times just like pointless and like, why is this even a thing? And then it gets really frustrating because they'll introduce something that people actually like, you know, and they're like, oh, that was really cool. And then they never do it again. (laughs) So it's like they purposely do that because all the stuff that we hate, they'll bring that back. Oh, yeah. And they're they're just laughing because they're like, whatever, everyone's going to buy this game anyways. (laughs) <laughs> like um but yeah oh. so we get into go ahead what, what were you gonna say i was just gonna go on a side tangent i was in walmart saturday getting some christmas stuff and i stopped at the the game section of course mm-hmm. um and i saw arceus i was this close to getting it Dude. like it it looks so good you it, need it, to get it. So, and I was watching a video where, like, you're doing a battle, and like, you're like, you can run around as they're battling, and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> your poke, like, with the video I watched, their poke was hit by something, and you were like, they got into like the blast radius, and it's like they fell over, <laughs> mm-hmm. just random. It was fun. I, I will probably end up getting it. Yes, get it. Get it so you can be uh, hawked down by a giant bear with a ring on his stomach <laughs> with mm-hmm. big glowing eyes. <laughs> oh, boy. Sounds terrible. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. And again, amazing gimmick for an entire game. They'll probably never revisit that, <laughs> which is so heartbreaking. Um, right, yeah, it's so, so heartbreaking. We get into, into Chick Cave here. 
the encounters I listed, I didn't catch any. Uh, Ditto, Seismitoad, Steelix is kind of short cave, and I just kind of like got through it. I didn't um, intentionally grind for encounters here. I always wanted to use Seismitoad. Think he's super cool. Uh, love a good like frog Pokemon. Uh, but then we get into Fubuki Bay, and as we exit Chiku Cave here, I'm I'm jumping for joy. I love ice, and and you know. We just pop out of this cave into a field of snow, and I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. it was ice." And then Jeff is right now having like PTSD because he said ice was giving him a lot of trouble. <laughs> so, um, well, so first, before that, I see cave, I instantly eye roll because I'm irritated already because it's a freaking <laughs> cave. Try to I get through. There's no notes for it. I blew through it as fast as I could, and then I get to the top see the ice it looks very gorgeous like for a very simple game pixel game it was actually it actually looked really good um but then i was i immediately hated it once i started encountering pokemon (laughs) oh yes so here are some encounters that you may have ran into jeff glalie frostlass galarian mr mime which, by the way, I've, I have a Galarian Mr. Mime on my Pokemon community game team, and I'm falling in love with this Pokemon. I don't know why. he's really Mr. Mime is, like, memed on hard, but I, I kind of like Galarian Mr. Mime. Cool type combination. Um, he's got a king. Oh, no, I have a Mr. Rhyme. So, the evolution of Galarian Mr. Mime. Ice Psychic. He's got a cool cane and a nice mustache. I mean, come on. Looking dapper. Anyways, Avalug, <laughs> Weevil, Alolan, Sandslash, Obama Snow, Snover, and Lapras. Snow, yeah. So, uh, what about Ice was giving you so much trouble, Jeff? Um, I don't know. Like, I couldn't figure it out. I think I just ended up getting lucky getting through this section. Um, uh, there was. Hold on, I gotta look this one up. Make sure I know what I'm talking about. You having trouble like finding it's uh, like what's strong against it, or is your a lot yeah. of your team weak against it? It must be really weak against it because they would just. I was just it was just a struggle, and I think I, I didn't want to adapt to, the. The disadvantages I had against ice because I loved my team so much. Mm-hmm. So I was being very stubborn and like, we're going to beat these freaking Pokemon. If, yeah. Even if we all faint, it's just going to happen. Yeah. You I just want... basically described my entire Bushido run. <laughs> <laughs> like it's I was just very... powering through with my team. Cause I like it. And that's what I've good. been doing. That's what I've been doing. Uh, and I think I, yeah, I tried to switch out some, but I ended up going back to, mostly my original team that I wanted to go with. Um, I'm trying to think. So I wrote down, I couldn't, I couldn't get the swine up. I don't know how to pronounce it. That's good. No, you said it right. Yeah. Um, but the, is the pillow swine an evolution of that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I ended up getting, 
pillow swine, but I don't know. I can't remember what was giving me such a hard time with. I think I was just trying to catch it mm. and I couldn't get it for whatever reason. It's it's third evolution's pretty good. Um, yeah, mammal swine's a monster. I just yeah, looking at a picture of it right now, it looks amazing. Ground ice, super cool. Um, yeah. So if you're, I mean, it's probably too late now since we're through this chapter. But for future reference, when you're going up against ice types, mm-hmm. uh, ob- the obvious one, fire, of course, yeah, will be super effective. Um, but also fighting steel and rock. Well, okay. Super effective against ice. So I think like my moves like rock too. <laughs> yeah. Or my where I think Carol, my colossal mm-hmm. at this point was that would have been a good one. Throw rocks. Um and I had her. Um so yeah, I mean it was just kind of like trying to figure out what was working. And this this has been my whole experience through this whole game is just seeing what works and what doesn't mm-hmm. without having a freaking chart with me at all time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and trying to use like common sense, like you said, like obviously fire is going to work against ice. Mm-hmm. Um, but then but, ice is strong against flying, which again, makes sense. Ice and birds. That would make sense. Uh, grass ice will, you know, not good for growing stuff. Um, and then is it super effective against rock and ground, or is it just ground? Just ground, just ground, just ground. Um, yeah, so flying grass and ground, right? Those are the only, um, yeah, no, dragon, 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 the obvious one that makes sense. Um, and then ice does have like a sneaky move called freeze dry that's makes it super effective against water type, which is pretty cool. Um, anyways, going through the bay here, um, and we run into some Yuki clan Kenshi here, and this is the ice type uh, clan, which is, again love the fact that they those. had the Yuki clan be out there. Yes. I wanted to see uh, more Kenshi's from other clans, and they nailed it by doing that. Yeah, another minor type uh, represented here, which is pretty cool. Um, the NPC on the island, by the way, one of the islands you talk to here in the bay, um, he'll just give you a swine up. So if you were having trouble catching pillow swine, you can go talk to this one NPC on one of the islands there. He'll give you a swine up. And then you can just kind of train it up and evolve it. I think uh, I tried to, but I couldn't because my team was full. That could be a lot. A lot of times, people give in uh, NPCs trying to give you Pokemon. If you don't have an empty spot on the team, they won't just send it straight to your your box. You'll have to make a an open space on your team. So that very well could be. Um, go ahead. I actually kind of did some backtracking. Okay. Um. So I had a. I don't know what it's. A, molasses is what I called him. Mm-hmm. Evolved into Duocean. Duocean. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I haven't used him. I just noted it down. I, he he looked 
I think from my encounter with him, he seemed like he'd be fun to use. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I didn't go any further than that. This is when I went back to the village to the um, the daycare. Um, I went back to the fossil dude. Got a tortuga. Mm-hmm. Named him Timmy. Added him, to, added him to the party. Um, I went back to the cave. So I think he was like really low level, like mm-hmm. single digits. He leveled up to 14 <laughs> just through the cave. Um, oh, nice. And ice ocean battles were rough for me, like yeah. I mentioned before. <clears throat> so now I need cut back up. Nice. Any anything to note for you uh, there in Fubuki Bay? No. Um, like you did in the previous bay, I pretty much avoided everything outside of battling. Um, yeah, that was about it. I didn't catch. Oh, um, goodbye devolved into Garchomp. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. And your team is getting strong. Um, there is a scroll for hail out here that I found, which was nice. But uh, after you get through the bay, we find ourselves in Azumi Village finally. Yep. Uh, our destination all along. And this is where the fun begins. So as soon as we yep. walk into the village here, uh, our pal Keoku from the Akui clan is there. And uh, again, I'm doing a, I'm like really have a, Terrible batting average here with the gender of the NPCs. So I don't know if Kaoku <laughs> is, is a, a a man or a woman. I call it's, I, it's, a, it's a it's a woman. See, I messed up again. Everything in my notes. He, <laughs> I think, I, think I, I think I assumed that it was a he also. Okay, and well, I'm convinced. And I'm convinced that my character is a chick. <laughs> Even though I selected boy, Jeff <laughs> is just all kinds of confused. So <laughs> they, yeah, uh, it's crazy. Well, bad job out of us. So Kaoku, she tells us uh, a secret. Um, she's here in Izumi on a mission for the Akui clan, but doesn't agree with the mission. Right. So she's trying to put a stop to it, which is kind of cool. Uh, which you know. She kind of hinted at earlier in an earlier chapter. I don't remember if it was chapter two or three. Um, at one of the in one of the villages, she was like, "Yeah, I just I can't get behind what they're doing." And then she notices we're standing there. She's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And then that she like scurries two. away. Like, yeah, that was two. She was hot, ducked off in that little hiding path. Yeah, yeah. In the the grass village. Yeah. So uh, she tells us that Akui has come here with Kuro, who is the Hound of Cruelty. Um, much cooler nickname, by the way, mm-hmm. um, from last chapter, uh, who is the hound of cowardice or something. Like That's <laughs> so wrong. I bet you, I bet you Kuro gave that person the nickname because probably Kuro's cruel. Yes. Uh, and it, it, it makes checks sense. out. Um, but Kuro plans to forcefully summon Kobalion, the final of the legendary trio. Um, to enslave it, like we've seen in the other chapters, um, and she tells us that we needs to meet. We need to meet her at the Azumi Shrine, um, 
so she drops all this information on us and then i'm like cool let me go into every building and talk to every npc before i do anything um but jeff yes right exactly i i was just gonna bring up the whole notes thing did either of you guys do that notes thing i i that's you mean notate in the village yeah yeah well i mean i notated Okay. I don't know if I did or not. <laughs> I just remembered putting it down. What is what is this you speak of, Kumano? Um, I mean, I took notes in the town, like right after everything you just got done talking about. Mm. In in bold letters, I even made it italic. A new slowpoke well is here. <laughs> so so I spent four and a half hours messing oh with gosh. that well. Why did you need so much money? What are you buying? No, no, it was because at this well I did not have the luck I had in Ezo Village. Mm. Like I kept getting more and more slowpoke and I was getting slowpoke tail. I only ended up with three slowpoke tail after four and a half hours. Gee whiz. Dude. Oh. Holy cow. Because um, I, I wanted to go back and get some nature mints. That's why I wanted the money. Mm, mm. And after four and a half hours, I'm surprised you didn't have a shiny slowpoke to show for this. <laughs> right. That's me too. a lot of welling going on there. <laughs> See, um, I told yeah. you, anytime it got something to do with recording or being on camera, I don't have that look. But let me just be playing. <laughs> oh, I can find all the shinies then. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. Did you find anything else interesting here in Izumi Village? Um. Oh, in the shop, the, the, there's a note seller. Uh, they act kind of like TRs from Sword and Shield, where it's uh, it is stronger moves, um, and and they're a little bit cheaper than the scrolls are, but mm. it's it's so worth it. And he has a huge amount of them. Yeah, huge amount. Oh. I wonder if this is what dad is talking about in his notes where he wrote down notes. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> Sorry for the confusion. I looking at my notes about about notes. notes. Yeah. It's very, very meta of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're so they're they're um they're moves then. They are. They're like scrolls, except for they're only one use so like a scroll you can teach a scroll to as many pokemon as you want yeah you can only teach the note to one pokemon and then you have to buy another one you can buy as many as you want but once you use it it's It's consumed okay Okay. uh but yeah i i bought so at first i like i had like a really big brain fart when i saw that and read the description I was like, oh, a one-time use. That's what it says. And I was like, my brain went to like, oh my gosh, is this like, can I just whip this note out and use it like one of these Kenshi techniques and just like, oh, I'm going to use my ice beam note and it just does ice beam in the battle. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would have been dope. I've been thinking that the entire time that we don't get to do anything like that. Yeah. I don't know why my brain like automatically went there (laughs) instead of the logical thing where it's like, oh, this is just an old school TM. 
that I can only use one time. So I go in and I'm fighting somebody and I'm like going through my my inventory. I'm like, why can't I find this the notes? Because I bought I bought a couple ice beams, a couple earthquakes, and a couple leaf storms because I was under the impression of like, oh, this is gonna be a cool like active battle item. Uh no, that's not the case. I'm an idiot. It's just a, an old school TM. <laughs> Um, but hey, money is no object to me in, in uh, Pokemon Bushido because um, I don't really have much stuff to buy. So uh, I ended up teaching Ice Beam, and I think I taught all three of those moves to Pokemon on the team. Um, one other thing that I thought was cool here in Izumi Village is uh, there's a Kimono Girl. Shout out Gen 2. Yep. You yep. They love Gen 2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeff, in which I think I'll go ahead. Kumino. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry, man. Yeah. Uh, like Kimono Girls been in every village that has like, uh, you know, the major village. So I- I'm thinking they're going to have something to do with post game. Mm. That's huh. a good theory. Uh, so I think, Dad, maybe you should. We, we've been talking a lot about Gen Two, and Gen Two is my personal favorite generation. It's the only generation <clears throat> uh, prior to Arceus that I 100%ed the Pokédex. Oh wow! And that was like back in the day, like when I was in whatever middle school playing on Game Boy Color. Like I 100%ed <laughs> the Pokédex with my brother. And my nice. friend, friend from middle school, but uh, I love that generation, and they keep doing little shout-outs to Gen Two in this game. So maybe you should try like one of the remakes, like Heart Gold or Soul Silver or something. I love that game; those games are sweet. I'll check those out. Um. So yeah, uh, to get to the Azumi Shrine, we gotta go through the Azumi Pass, of course. Uh, and if you guys are ready, we can head through the pass. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about in the village. Um, let's see. Look at the notes. Yeah, okay. So, you know how the dojos aren't like they, they tell us that we can't get in, right? Mm-hmm. And and that we got to collect the leaves and stuff of this nature. Wasn't it the shogun that said it in front of them that we need to go there and go to the dojo so they can teach us this stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, the fact that they they all be rude to us and be like, no, you cannot come in. The shogun <laughs> literally told me to come here <laughs> with your your boss was was there. <laughs> you know what? Like hey, they crazy. follow the the code of of honor and rule following. Apparently, so can't get into the dojos without finding five leaves. Apparently. <laughs> Right, you got to find them leaves. Um, which was was cool, you know, at first. Um but I kind of I kind of wish that each uh dojo, like their village had a specific thing. Like it would have been cool for for the leaves to be um like the grass clans item they have to find, but then each other village was something tied to that clan. Yeah. Like maybe the fire one, you find charcoal or 
something. Um, this one could have been icicles. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Hey, these are all like great things to remember for when um, something else that we're kind of working on. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I I don't know what I'm talking about either. So let's continue. Yeah. Uh, So we head through Azumi Pass here. But by the way, that's a great point, Kumino. These guys, they need to pay attention. That's what they need to do. Remember who they're talking to. That's right. Right. Um, yeah, head through Azumi Pass, and these were the encounters of you know a few encounters that you could potentially run into. Uh, Lolan Sandslash, Pillow Swine, Snom, my baby Snom, <laughs> evolves into Frostmoth. Such a cool bug Pokemon. Uh, Wishy Washy is here, Huntail, and Crabominable, which is super goofy looking. And yes. some of these names, some of these names are just as goofy sounding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you try naming a thousand Pokemon, Jeff. See what comes out. I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no, he would not be tasked nah. with that duty. I mean, so Jeff and I uh, were big fans of music and writing music and we've written a lot of music together in the past and jeff knows i am terrible at naming things <laughs> there was there was I'm like equally as terrible at naming things yeah how long was that time period it was at least a year where we were writing music together and all the different projects we started mm-hmm. i obviously couldn't name any of these songs so i just started naming them after like dc superheroes and then <laughs> ran out and then turned in some of them turned into villains and then you know we got some marvel well, we got some marvel people in here too but yeah <laughs> so i get it i get it crab and then i and then i started poop. naming mine like poop <laughs> <laughs> poop too um yeah it's it's not not very good. no it's or, it's or not bad. easy to name things yeah for some people but don't feel bad. You guys going alone. I'm horrible at naming as well. Hey, you should hear my kids' names. What? No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, like, I'm just glad none of that translated to my children. Well, I mean, yeah, let's see. My wife is a better, better half here. So, right. They, they I only, I only got the name my oldest son, and which yeah. I, I stole his name from Mission Impossible by naming him right. Ethan. There you go. There you go. That's all right. I after seeing uh the movie Logan, I was like, if I have another girl, I even though Logan is a boy, Wolverine, right. spoiler alert, is a man. But I was like, <laughs> that'd be a cool name for for a little girl. And so our youngest I won out, her name is Logan. And but, she's got uh Adamanium for bones. Yeah. She's got claws, dude. The way she, way she, you think. (laughs) Anyways, back (laughs) Bushido here. Um, We go through Azumi Pass, and we finally make it to Azumi Shrine. And as soon as we enter the shrine, Kaoku is there, and she is waiting for us. Uh, she, you know, she tells us Kuro's up ahead at the shrine. He's preparing to summon Kobalion. Um, <clears throat> and she's just like, go talk to Kuro. 
I'm just gonna hide here. Can I? Can I? Just right. Say, that was the funniest thing. <laughs> I and this just in my notes, I put I don't trust Kyoko. Me too. After that, me too. Same. Like Same. I thought. Up, ambush, yeah. You know, I thought she was gonna turn us into a shadow human <clears throat> from the shadows. Right. Um. Yeah, I had the same thought too, which is funny that we all did. Uh, maybe they did that intentionally. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, she's just like, go, go talk yeah, to Kuro. Go I'm just gonna hang back here, uh, in the shadows. Yeah, go have a talk. What's it? What are you gonna yeah, accomplish with that'll that? That'll surely talking? stop the. Hey, man, the hound. You of need cruelty. to not do this. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, uh, Kumino, do you? want to do the honors of walking us through this encounter with Kuro and, and kind of the story beats that, that happen here. Do you, are you fresh with them or do you want need me to walk through that? Oh yeah. I got my notes right here. All um, right. Kumino legendary. Right, so, there you go. Even though I was horrible at doing essays in college, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but after we leave Kyoko standing behind the, the little pillar wall, um, Kiro is saying the prayer when he notices without even turning around. And um, he asks, are we here to play hero and take take him down like uh, we did uh, Mashiro and uh, Hotoki? Mm-hmm. Uh, and a Pokemon that I don't think fits in this game at all is Obstagoon. He uses it to straight up attack us, in which in my notes I say, I really thought it was gonna be Kyoko that's gonna come and knock us out and not an obstacle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because he believes Pokemon should have uh freedom and walk beside you and cause uh chaos and all that stuff there because we humans are using them as slaves instead of them. That's why he turns them into shadow Pokemon. Because he believes in them uh, doing whatever they want to do. Yeah. Very reminiscent of Black and White. And uh, shoot, what's the team from Black and White? Uh, 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 Galactic. No, wait. Is it Galactic or Plasma? Oh, I can't think of it. Um, We did Black and White for season one. I literally just played through it like this year. Um, it's, yeah, it's I was plasma. getting big. It's, it's, it's plasma. There you go. And uh, yeah, I was getting big end vibes here. Yeah, so was I. Because um, you get his flashback, and you see him walking around with his Pokemon. And oh yeah, that was. But you also see his Pokemon destroying the village. And keep in mind, his Pokemon aren't Shadow Pokemon. Like, <laughs> um, and for those that are hardcore fans. Uh, that watched the anime remember the episode where, where the Pokemon got separated from Ash and Cole and Team Rocket. Uh, Ekans and Coughing was saying that they aren't bad. Um, Jesse and James are. Like, they're actually good. They're just doing what their trainers tell them to do. In this particular case, Kuro's Pokemon just straight up just evil. They they went and destroyed the town. Yeah, just just because they wanted to. He's like high-fiving them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So, um, but then he 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 just goes on about that, um, and that's why he 
turn Pokemon Shadow Pokemon. Uh, let's see. And then he goes into this rant about do he think, do we think he truly sinned? And then he starts to tell us that no, we are the ones that are sinners. And he is going to uh, punish us. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mai, the leader of the Water Clan, she comes in um, after we didn't already woke back up from being knocked out. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. To, to try to take him into custody. <laughs> but she just straight up let him use his salamander to fly away. Unbelievable. Crazy. Irresponsible, if you ask me. Um, right. And then after checking on us, she tells us, yeah, he went to the cave. Go get him. Just, <laughs> you are useless. Like, all of these clan <laughs> leaders, they're useless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Kuro's dialogue here with us is pretty, I think, pretty awesome. Because he is like a straight up savage. And yeah. like some big beats. His he's like tells us basically his favorite pastime is to make people suffer. <clears throat> like yes, bro. and he is all um, about making us suffer, like wanting to make us suffer. Yeah, and you know, he talks about the the hierarchy of people to Pokemon, you know, similar like we were just talking about his his views. He would have made a perfect, you know, uh team leader of plasma. And right up there with N. Um, but the reason he is, they're turning Pokemon back into Shadow Pokemon is to give them their primitive instincts back because he thinks um, opposite of what Kumino said in the anime with the Ekans and the coughing, like being good Pokemon, but just, you know, the nature nurture thing. Like they're being trained to be bad, so they're bad. Kuro is saying that Pokemon and their primitive instincts they're just savage beasts and we've like changed who they are fundamentally uh, so that I think that's kind of where he's going he's going with the whole like you know is he the evil one or are we the evil ones like um, but yeah uh, <clears throat> crazy I, I think Kuro is my favorite villain that they've introduced so far He's right. yeah he really is he really is because he he actually has sound logic behind what he's doing, mm-hmm. kind of. Because at the end of the day, like you realize, like he really is sick and sadistic. But mm-hmm. his sick and sadisticness is tied to something that would normally be good, like because in, in uh, Generation Five, Black and White, and even though Getsis was using in, and whole purpose was like, yo, like you shouldn't have Pokemon locked up in Pokeballs. Like you really need to be friends with them. And in saw that uh, after talking with our Pokemon, um, after we beat Elisa in um, black and white. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, they, they really do love you and trust you and they don't mind all of this stuff. So I, I could see Carol actually being probably like a, ancestor of uh Getsis. Yeah, that would be kind of <laughs> cool. Um yeah, man, this the story of Black and White, like if you guys listened to season 1, um that was my first playthrough of that generation. Such a cool story. And what makes Plasma and Getsis and N like um so good in that game and I think for the franchise as a whole is be- that like 
the evil team's like whole plot actually kind of like makes sense and is rooted in some form of logic that didn't just seem completely outlandish, right? Like the morality yeah. concept of like capturing and battling Pokemon. Is that good or it's bad? It's like dog fighting, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're like going into the wild and kidnapping Pokemon, and then six of them we use on our team and occasionally let them out, but only to like fight other Pokemon until they pass out. Uh, <laughs> all the other ones, they just go and live in a computer forever. <laughs> so, like, uh, never maybe we are the free. evil ones. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, I like those those stories and those characters um, that touch on like the gray line of the morality of Pokemon trainers as a whole. Uh, but of course, you know, kind of much like Thanos or like Killmonger, great villains in the MCU. Their, yeah. their logic is rooted in a very deep and dark place yes. um, and is never executed properly mm. uh their plan for redemption uh, is always sort of twisted so much like that kuro's plan here is is very twisted and dark um so following the Mai's advice we head over to the cave of course um, yeah we do before, and this is where the puzzle comes up at that uh that oh, was talking the game about. he was talking about oh yeah i love these puzzles you're right. They haven't done this since Gen Two. Yeah, it was it was the unknown cavern where yeah, uh, we had these puzzles. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. Oh man, these puzzles were fun. Um, before we left the shrine, though, I caught a Malamar, which made me really happy because I've always wanted to use one. Sadly, I probably won't use this one in this game. <laughs> wait, which, um, wait, which one of you caught an NK? Uh, it was probably me earlier. Because um, I remember one of you saying that you wanted to use the NK, but we couldn't figure out what they was going to do to evolve it. Yep. And then here's the evolution. Bam. Right. Problem solved. Um, <laughs> I I caught and trained an NK in Ultra Sun into like the 30s or whatever. And it's like uh, one of those Pokemon early game routes. So I had it on the team for a long time. However, I couldn't evolve it emulating because to evolve it on the ds you had to like flip your ds upside down as it was leveling up or something really stupid and like the you know motion gyroscope stuff Mm -hmm. didn't really translate via emulation so i was like (laughs) oh well that's great i'm never gonna use this in ultra sun uh but here it is i caught it malamar i named it betamaru um ghost of shishima character nice Uh, much like my other ones that i forgot to write down the names for they were also ghost of tsushima characters however i i forgot to note them down but did you guys catch anything here in the shrine or did you just kind of uh beeline over to the cave i did not have one encounter at all in this cave i thought it was purposely set up that way that it wasn't nothing in there oh no i was talking about the uh the shrine Oh, at the shrine. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I didn't catch anything at the shrine because I didn't encounter anything there either. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. Did you catch anything, Dan? So I, I'm i not sure where, but I caught a pill, caught a pillow swine. Nice. Named him nice. Phil. Phil. Nice. Um, <laughs> uh, Timmy evolved into Caracosta. 
Caracas. Okay. Um, And then I went to the cave. I went back to the cave. Man, so so Dad has Colossal Fire Rock and Caracosta Water Rock. Very cool. I don't know why I thought that was cool, but it's kind of cool. Had he brought uh, the leap along, then he would have had grass rock. Dang. Look at you. I think oh, I, that might have been a fossil that you got. Yeah, it's the root fossil. I feel like you need to complete the trifecta, dude. Well, I did end up having my uh, colossal hmm. leafion. And nope, that was it. So I had two of them. The mm-hmm. rock. They could have okay. got Archaeops and, and Flying Rock. Yeah. A whole bunch, whole yeah. bunch of rock. Yeah, just a whole is bunch there, of rock. Is there an electric rock? Yes. Alolan Geodude line. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's so goofy looking. I hate that line. <laughs> Especially like since the shiny of- looks like, um, well, you know, <laughs> with, with corn in it, just it's just yeah. horrible. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know That's where rough. these artists get their designs from, but some of them are pretty crappy. Most of the Alolan, <laughs> literally, in uh, this case, <laughs> yeah. literally, most of the Alolan regional forms I love. Doug Trio and Geodude, or the Diglett and Geodude lines, those those people need fired. You know what? I'm I'm okay with the Diglett, the Lowland Diglett. What? But the, the Lowland, the Lowland Geodude shiny line, I can't do it. <laughs> no, dude. The Fabio looking Doug Trio, like literally <laughs> makes me want to never play Pokemon again. <laughs> They're surfer um, dudes. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alolan Raichu though, amazing. Alolan yes. Vulpix and Ninetales, amazing. Sandslash, having si- used it, but Steel Ice, so cool. Right. Uh, the Alolan uh, Vulpix and Ninetales. Mm-hmm. I just picked up one, used it for the first time in the the uh, Indigo Disc DLC. Oh, Love nice. it. Love Dude, it. I fell in love with Alolan Ninetales uh, in Arceus, and ever since have just like adored that Pokemon. So good. Um, yeah, so we ha- we head into Hikari Cave, and here uh, is where we need to chase down Kuro. Like we said, as soon as we enter the cave, we're met with a series of literal puzzles. Literally, yeah. Where we put together, um, much like Generation Two in the ruins of Alf. Um, here we're putting together the three legendary Pokemon uh, guardians: um, Terrakion, Cobalion, and Virizion. All right. And Question: Ter- How long did it take y'all? The first one, I had to. There were like two little pieces where I just had to like shuffle them around, but the other two were were pretty easy. You? Like you said, the first one. Just two pieces that I had to shuffle around, and the last two I just uh, flew through. What about you, Dad? I love puzzles, so I flew through them. Oh, nice. Okay, great. But I thought it was a really cool uh, yeah. 
addition to the game. It was it was cool. Yeah, throwback for sure. Love it. Um, but we we make it through the the cave here to Kuro, and we have a battle, and this one. Um, I thought no, this this one wasn't. Was this no? This wasn't the super hard one for me. This one was difficult. I lost once, um, but then I kind of cheesed my way through uh, the second attempt. Um, but yeah, man, how did you guys fare with this Kuro battle? All right, <clears throat> here we go from the notes. <laughs> Kuro starts off by putting us to sleep. He leaves with Pangoro, which after uh, Zoro, the septile, is put to sleep, I switch in the big news to Togekiss. And Oko to Pangoro with Dazzling Gleam. Octagoon is next with Guts of the Ability and a Flame Orb to activate it. That does no good because he falls to a Dazzling Gleam in one shot. Uh, Kuro talks a bunch of noise and uses another technique, Berserk, that was Swords Dance, essentially, uh, oh, man. and burned Big News with a Flame Katana. Uh, he sets himself up for failure after he's not very effective close combat. With one hit from another Dazzling Gleam, uh, Kuro seems to love suffering because his next <laughs> mind is in Cineroar. <laughs> His heel wrestler cat went down to two dazzling gleams. Salamance is coming up to suffer <laughs> like the rest before it. I chose to heal up, restore PP while Salamance tried to do what it could, but nothing could be done. Once healed up, big news O'Cold him. Shadow Hydreigon was the last for the funeral service that was taking place. With Shadow Wave, <laughs> Hydreigon gave his last best shot, but failed to two dazzling gleams. Kuro is officially now my female dog. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well Classic. said. Uh, Dad, how did your battle fare? Not good. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Um, I just wrote well, I showed Mike this earlier, but I put <laughs> the angry and, an angry face. <laughs> um, so I don't even know where to start. Um, so destroyed. Wait, hold on a second. Um, and then I kind of got into this cycle of whenever one of them fainted, I revived another um mm -hmm. it went off for a while and i got him down to his last which would have been hydragon mm -hmm. um but then it wiped out who uh, whoever i had left um and then attempt number two he destroyed <laughs> me again um i went back to town took a break, then decided to torture myself some more. Um, and that's it. That's all I wrote. I don't remember how he I did it. Out and I blacked. I literally fainted. Was defeated. Um, I wrote down all right. the folks he threw out at me. And then the rest of the page is blank. <laughs> My next page is that I lost in the dojo. 
just a bunch of bad words. Like I just <laughs> fainted, but he was somehow defeated, and I woke up at the dojo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I had a tough time with Kuro because at this point my team was severely underleveled because again I I punished myself by turning my experience share off. Which in most Did, games wait, didn't we tell you in the last episode to cut it on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't listen. Um <laughs> until after this battle. Then I was like, I don't care. I don't care how it makes me feel. I'm gonna turn it on. So it's it's on from here <laughs> out. Um, but my. after I lost the first time, I came back and uh, my toxicity knows toxic. Um, so makes sense. Um, I loaded everyone up with a lumberry to hold, so the uh, tranquilizer and status effect uh, techniques that he throws out, um, those would take care of it. And then <clears throat> I just put toxic on pretty much everyone. <laughs> And uh, it helped push me through, which was nice. Uh, but after we beat Kuro here, he tries to hit us with a Draco Meteor, but we're pulled out of the cave by Kyoku. So she does come out of the shadows and saves us instead of attacks us like we all kind of thought. Yeah. Um, we head back to the shrine to stop him from summoning Kobalion. However, we're too late. And Shadow Kobalion is already there with Kuro and, and Mai. And uh, we, of course, fight the Shadow Cabalion, and he was really easy, just tanky, but didn't really do much damage at all. So that was pretty simple uh, fight, at least for me. I assume it was the same for you guys. Kumano is just like, he just fainted, like, as the battle screen, like, started because he saw my team, and it was so amazing. He's like, I don't even <laughs> want to fight. Um, yeah, essentially, yeah. Yeah, he heard about what I did to Kuro, so Cabalion was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't I'm even good. want no smoke and, and <laughs> renounce his evil ways. <laughs> yeah. He repented. <laughs> um, Dad, how is your chameleon? Oh, oh real quick. Never mind. You, you woke I, up at the dojo. Yeah, I, right. it was, I think it was pretty quick, pretty easy for me. What's up, Kumino? Something that I was excited about. Uh, okay. Once I on my way back to the shrine, I didn't even know the Scorch was over here. Just yeah, chilling on the beach. Scorch. Right. But I, I I couldn't name it after a one piece character because even though I've never used Center Scorch on a team, um it and his is uh pre-evolution just so dear to me in terms of how they look. I had I always named them Joe because I love <laughs> their mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. The fire tapeworm with the mustache. Yeah, it's just it's 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 so goofy and adorable at the same time. Just <laughs> yeah. just wonderful. That's that's my favorite. Um so after we defeat Kabalion, Kuro recognizes Kaoku and then she stands up to Kuro, which is kind of cool to see. Um and Kuro scampers off into the sunset and we're just Keep like, going. All right, cool, mate, my let's go fight in the dojo. Because that's the next logical thing to do after all that. Let's go fight each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks right. for the help. Now I will destroy you. Right. I just beat a dude that, that <laughs> you had no chance against. And, and, and you want to fight me in a dojo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so did you guys do anything before the dojo? Uh, Jeff just woke up there. So 
<laughs> right. He, he just woke up there after everything. <laughs> Kyoko was uh, uh, carrying him around <laughs> on the lifeless corpse. And it's like, <laughs> yes. Um, right. <laughs> Dad, you want to walk us through your time at the dojo here and then we'll let Kumano tell well, us how he wipes the floor with everyone. My. From when I woke up, I had already lost once in the dojo. So there was like a run through the dojo while I was passed out, apparently, that I wasn't aware of. Um, so I wanted to level up Hanage, Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have a feeling about him. You know, I just feel it in my heart. Um. I did make it to the dojo master. So before we get to my, we go through the bottom levels and it's the whole ice skating thing, mm-hmm. um, which if we backtrack quite a bit, when we first get to this area, um, the first little ice skating area, I got frustrated with for some reason, but I think mm-hmm. I was already frustrated that I just went back. Um, I didn't continue on, um, <laughs> but I knew I had to do it or figure it out. And it was something stupid. Like you had to hit it just right and then yeah. move on. Um, but yeah, so we have the, the first is, was that two floors or one or uh, three for this dojo? Uh, I think it was just it, two. It's te- well, it's technically it's three floors because you got the first floor. Which where you nothing. walk in, yeah. Okay. The second floor where you fight the two trainers, and then third floor where you fight my. So yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So the first <clears> trainer. <throat> sorry, that was incredibly loud throat. <laughs> um, so I actually went. I left for some reason because that's what I do, mm-hmm. and I caught an obstagoon. Okay. And named him Wendigoon. Shout out. Shout out. Wendy. Um, so the first trainer. I yeah, I don't even have any notes for these trainers. Um so the first Kenshi uh, had a Kingdra and a Cloister. The second Kenshi had a Samurat Seismitoad and a Lolan Sandslash. Okay. So yeah. I think what I mean, we just, you want me to talk about my fight with the, with, with my? Yeah, sure. So she sent out a Militoc. Is that correct? Milotic. Milotic. Like, is, am yeah. I on the right? Yeah. Am I in the right place? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, beat that with Sekiro. Um, and then Kingdra, you, you beat Melodic with your fire psychic type. <laughs> yeah, I don't. What level is is Sekiro? Uh, like sixty at this point, I think. Holy cow! Well, I guess it's not really that far. Uh, her levels range from fifty four up to fifty six, so you're only like four or five levels. Um, and then Kingdra, yes, beat with my uh, Colossal. 
I, these probably won't make any sense. Yeah, how no, I got it, through it this. hasn't yet. It hasn't yet. All right. Well, this is fun. Um, my and then she throws out the Gar- Gyarados. Gyarados, and I beat it with Al, my fair legator. Okay. And then also beat the Cloister, which I think Cloister is kind of a cool Pokemon. Yeah. Annoying, but cool. Um, and then, uh, Vaporeon, Vaporeon, whatever. Vaporeon. Vaporeon. Beat that with Sekiro. Steve just beating all these water types with fire types. I don't understand. (laughs) Does Sekiro have a grass type move? No. Or like Thunderbolt or something. I just don't think I was using my psychic move. How is it not dying though? That's what I want to know. Are you just one shotting these guys? Right. One or two hits, probably. Hmm. And then <laughs> uh Grey Ninja. For the last the last one. Mm-hmm. Everyone that was alive died. <laughs> and Al finished them off. Nice. Big L coming through. Uh, looking at my notes, this we get an egg from my. Yes, so that's where my. Yep, that's where your egg too. came from. So we should all we should have all ended the chapter with an egg. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so I'll go through my battle with my because I know Kumino would just be like, yeah, just one shot everything. Um, <laughs> this was a tough battle, and I had to grind a lot afterwards. After this battle, or after the chapter, my team is finally like on par level wise, but it took some grinding, <laughs> a lot of grinding, because uh, it, it wouldn't have been a bad thing. Because, of course, I have Toxtricity, which is electric, you know, it's got poison, it's got that toxic coverage, so I can be that annoying dude who just peppers away like a crap load of health at each turn with toxic. Um, but, bro, the Gyarados new earthquake. Oh, what? Th- that that ruined me. Earthquake. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, yeah. Gyarados, Gyarados can learn earthquake. Oh gosh, yeah. So it sucked so bad. It was so bad. Um. So yeah, it took a lot of training, but essentially, um, toxicity just. Oh, Grim Snarl, secret like he he doesn't know anything that's super effective against these guys, but he was just hits like a truck and is kind of tanky. So he was kind of like sleeper MVP for this uh, dojo, but Toxtricity was the real MVP. <laughs> Got right. all those electric moves to use there. Um, but yeah, Kumano, how'd your fight go? All right. Uh... Let's see. My talk smack about being the strongest out of the three clans. Um, she set up rain, aqua rain, and boosted a special and uh, physical defense. Uh, she brought out my low tick, went down to the two leaf blades from Zoro. Kingdra followed the same path as my low tick. Uh, Gyarados took out Pauls with an earthquake. Mm-hmm. So Yokozuna came in, finished it off with a dark pulse. 
Cloyster um, was was a punk and decided to just blow itself up. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so Vaporeon came like, in. I've seen enough. I'm out of here. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Vaporeon went down to Leaf Blade. Uh, then because she had a Greninja and I had a Greninja, had to have a Greninja on Greninja That's Battle. Uh, Yokozuna took it out with a dark pose. That was that. Uh, I didn't get an egg. I got the light flute, uh, scroll, missing terrains, and some ropes. Oh, huh. wow. I, I think maybe she just felt bad for me. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> here. Man, I just like well, really put you through the ring. She clearly felt bad for me because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, what so I was I, fighting. This, this guy's beating my water team with fire. Like, what is going on? Here? <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess she was like, "Listen, you, you, you don't need no help, no assistance. You're not getting no egg from me." <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. So after we beat my, the chapter's not over yet. We still no. have some things to do, I which I wasn't expecting. Uh, so we end up talking with Kaoku, who is waiting, I think, outside the dojo for us, and we battle her. And uh, after everything I went through with my, like, all the, the rest of these battles were, like, so easy, finally. Um, but yeah, Kaoku had a Masquerade, level 56, Metacham, level 57, Sharpedo, 57, Sylveon, 57, Electros, 58. So... Um, pretty easy work for my team. I assume you guys did well. Jeff shaking his head, so probably doesn't re- even recall. He's probably well, she wiped out everybody except for Al, and Al wiped the floor with everything. <laughs> nice. Which is, dude, Al is my freaking MVP. What I does Al him. know that he's wiping the floor? Like, or is he just um, like level seventy five? You let me look it up because, and I'll let you know. I'm I'm hoping Easy. he wouldn't put ice fang on it. That would be nice. Um Kumino, I, I assume Easy Day at the Oh yeah. Oh, oh oh yeah, I I straight up smashed her. <laughs> <laughs> like well, like the, the um, thing that gave me the toughest time was the Electros. Yeah. Uh but outside of that, everything else just, just went one shot. tracks oh man i feel like i'm gonna sneeze someone else talk for a second um, all right so um let me see just to be uh more specific let's see uh, a white masquerade with two acrobatics uh sharpedo failed to one leaf blade uh metacham went down to an acrobatic uh gave a break uh sylvia came out and raid you uh Poisoned it. Um, Pauls uh, fought hard against Electros, uh, but like it didn't. Pauls didn't faint. It just was a, a back and forth battle of, of hits. Um, mm. But Pauls uh, wrapped up with Media Mash. Nice. So that that's what that's what happened in my fight with her. Uh, but I love that after the battle, she tells us that uh, we need to go back and talk to the Shogun, and we just get swept mm-hmm. away. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
yeah, like she said, we got to go back to the Shogun. And so we're there at Hagain City and we kind of tell him everything that we've been through. Um, right. Sorry, so, Jeff, what did you tell him about your fight? What? <laughs> about your fight with uh, Kyoko. What did, what did you tell the Shogun? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't said, even know how I got here. I just woke I, up and I'm in I your just, dojo. I just woke up. I mean, um, so these are the moves that Al has. Okay. He's also yeah. level 66, if that means anything. Um, he's got Crunch, okay. Hydro Cannon, okay. Okay. Aqua Tail, and Rock Tomb. Okay. Interesting. So Rock Tomb did did definitely help. And so did the Hydro Cannon. <laughs> that thing was <laughs> freaking sweet. Nice. Um, but yeah, he he tore up just about everything. That's awesome. Big ass. Nice. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we were talking about the Shogun. We're like, hey, this is everything that's been happening since we left here three chapters ago. Um, and he's like, you know what? There's like this weird purple mist over here to the east. Uh, you know, we can't get to the Akui clan's island over there, uh, Yami Island. Uh, you should probably head over there and somehow figure this out. So <clears throat> before we do that, though, he's like, yo, you got to master the powers of the katana. And the way that you can do that is head back to the Jakan Shrine and uh, go talk to Sekiro. Sakuro, 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 um, who is our our teacher, if you remember, all the way back from the very beginning of the game. Uh, so he's like, go to the Jakan Shrine, master the, the powers of the Katana, and then go to Yami Island and defeat the Akui clan leader. And hopefully your dad is there and you can rescue him too. You know, two birds, one stone. Let's just knock it out. Um so we head over to the shrine and battle with Sakura, which was really cool because much like in the very beginning of the game, in this battle, you're being quizzed during the battle, which was pretty cool. I, w- I like that. I appreciate it. Um, did you answer any questions right this time, Jeff? There was only one question. Did you answer the question right, Jeff? I did. Was it the, uh, the code of Shia? Uh, yeah. Yes. <clears throat> It just so, uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Kumano, how'd your battle go with Sekiro? Um, answered the question right, and it was smooth. Uh, Zoro essentially beat up everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, that tracks. Um, so he has a Lycan Rock, level 57, Talonflame, level 58. Sir Fetched, level 59. Macargo, 57. Gorbis, 58. So, um... That wasn't the order, though, was it? It was. Because I did yeah. Lycanroc, Gorbis, Sir Fetched, Talonflame, and Magcargo. Well, I mean, the, the, the AI will throw out the Pokemon uh, best suited Randomly. for the situation. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so, my Gallade took... Easy care of Lycanroc. Um, Talonflame was easy work for Toxtricity. Surf fetched uh, Gallade 
Macargo was beaten by my Samurai, of course. Uh, and Gorbis was uh, fell victim to Gaios and my Toxtricity. Uh, so the battle was real smooth and nice. And now we can uh, upgrade our Katana of Light. What's up, dude? You want to know about my experience with this battle? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Let's hear it. Sorry, I did not mean to skip you. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um, so I answered the question correctly. Okay. Uh, my the Lycan Rock I beat with Sekiro, my Delphox, in Gorbis. Um, Sir Fetched, I I switched to my Lapras. Oh, you have Lapras on the squad. And then I switched to Colossal. Okay. And then the Talon Flame and Mod Cargo I took out with Al. One one hit. <laughs> with my Feraligator. Gator. Very nice, very nice. Um yeah, it makes sense. Who, uh, um my Lapras has the ice beam attack. Nice. Which is fun. Lapras is cool. Uh, he is cool. Deserves more love and attention. Really does. Also, Macargo, Pokemon I've always wanted to use, never use it. Just love the way it looks. It's like a fire slug. Come on. It's so oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna let you know right now. Uh it's not worth it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's not worth That's it. That's how like eighty like percent of the Pokemon I like. It's pretty much the story of my life. Isn't that what's <laughs> it? Is that an evolution of something like, else? Slugma. Slugma. Yeah, it's an evolution of Slugma. Yeah. Slugma looks stupid. <laughs> like <laughs> I caught it just to catch like, it, but I didn't use it. Right. Like like they look goofy and adorable, uh, but ultimately, like they they don't hit hard enough to be relevant. Yeah. Because by the time you get Macargo. I mean, by the time you get Slugma to evolve into Macargo, like at that point of the game, you could have a better fire option. Right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Just another one that falls victim to just not being strong enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry to yeah, miss we... point you. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, after we beat. Sekiro here we then master the katana of light and we can now purify like completely shadow pokes or not completely instead of taking them to the shrine i should say we can purify remotely with the katana which is kind of nice and then uh also and the katana is now able to banish the fog that blocks our path to yami island so um with are. that the chapter ends and we are tasked to head east of Nagasa Bay. Or, yeah. Um, and head to Yami Island uh, with our final, or to have the final showdown with the Kui clan. And I have the hiccups, so I apologize. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's team recaps here at the end of chapter four. And then, you know, give our final impressions and we'll be done. Uh, Dad. All right. Dad, who's your final team? All right. My final team. Sekiro, level 64. That's my Del Fox. Um, Carol, my Colossal. 
level 58, currently holding an umbrella. Um, <laughs> Don't want it to rain on that bad boy. Uh, and then Larry, level 54, my Lapras. Um, he is holding Mystic Water. Nice. Um, Powers up water type moves. Very nice. Which is cool because you were talking about the berries before yeah. holding them. Um, mm -hmm. I think it was this chapter early on that I realized that it was probably a good idea to have them hold something. Yeah. So I tend to go that. with like the combat held items, but there aren't many in this game. Yeah. All right. This said, um, I caught a Kingler. Nice. Earlier, um, level 50. I named him King. Makes he sense. just, he just looks cool. He does. Um, Timmy, my Caracosta, level 48. I, I think he looks sweet. Um, so I'm going to keep him in my party until he's worthless. Then he'll go away. Um, and then, of course, my MVP, Al. Big Al, level 66, my favorite. Big Al. Dude, Very nice. Al is freaking awesome. Like, I... Yeah. Anyway. It's a freaking <laughs> gator, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Resonates with me, you know. Yeah, I bet it does. Yeah, yeah and after you know, after this playthrough, he gonna after the playthrough, he can retire, become a uh, shoe salesman, and chill on the couch with his hands in his pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kim, uh, who you got uh, on your team here at the end of chapter four? All right, so the team is the same. No changes happened. Uh, Zoro the Sceptile. Level 62 now. Salazzle, the ra uh, Raju the Salazzle at level 60. Uh, Dragon the Garchomp now at level 59. Uh, big news, Togekiss at level 63. Yokozuna the Greninja at 60. And Paul Lucario at 61. Solid team. Awesome. Um, I finished up Chapter 4 with Glade. Uh, Kenji the Glade at 54, Nalo the Pyroar at 57, Jinroku the Corviknight at 57, Gaiozen the Toxtricity at 59, Ghost Jin the Samurant at 59, and Aikida the Grim Snarl at 61. Um, experience share will remain on for the rest of my playthrough. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. awesome, awesome. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, final impressions of Chapter 4 here. Um, I thought it was great. Story moved along rather nicely. Kuro, uh, very good villain. Um, thought his motives were uh, grounded enough to make sense. And, um, of course, based in enough weird, twisted fantasy of a villainous mind to um, also make sense. Uh, the battles. Uh, this entire game, I don't know if it's... Well, Kumino would beg to differ but i don't know if it's the game or just like my team setup but or the fact that i've just been under leveled most of the time <laughs> uh but this game has been like pretty challenging which is nice um but yeah i i love chapter four kumino what do you think um yeah kuro best villain of the game so far uh even though despite the fact that after us uh, beating him and showing him our power, he has turned into Hisoka from Hunter Hunter and is now after us. Uh, so, not looking forward to that one. <laughs> but 
Yeah, uh, actually, no, I'm in agreement that the game is actually challenging. Um, mm-hmm. Being that I am like, I'm not the best at competitive or anything of that nature because I've never done it. So to compensate, I kind of shoot over the level just a little bit to mm-hmm. make sure that my team could be tanky enough to withstand most battles. Um, but I, yeah, I, I love the, the, the story element and how everything is meshing together nicely. Um, I'm just hoping that by the end of the game, uh, we get that Naruto, um, mm-hmm. welcome home and everybody carry us and say, we, we finally respect you and, and <laughs> we, we will let you do whatever you want to, because you are the chosen one and the man. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're trending that way. So yeah, it looks like it. Dead thoughts on chapter four. Yeah, I mean, I it's been like fairly easy up until this chapter. Um, I think taking a page out of Kumano's book of being just a bit above um, where you should be so you could hit a little harder just in case. And I think that was carrying me for a while, but I kind of like fell away from that a little bit and switching up my team kind of didn't, did it, it didn't help. Yeah. Um, that, that never does you any favors. That's for sure. But like, there are some other typings that I wanted to use for better coverage, but then like, like I said, it didn't, it didn't do any good for me. So I mm-hmm. kind of just, put together this final team and we'll probably grind a little bit before um, we set off. Um, because I think I've, I mean, right now, I mean, I have no idea what we're going to go up against, but I, I think having this team leveled pretty good will be hopefully beneficial. Um, but no, everything you guys said, um, I feel the same way. It's a great story. Um, I'm invested. Hmm. Um, my first official Pokemon playthrough is two thumbs up. I enjoy nice. it. I like it. Um, nice. I'm learning. It's a slow process, but I'm learning. There's so much to chew on all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's been fun and challenging. So that's, that's good. great. Good news. Good news. Uh, well, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you aren't subscribed yet, what the heck are you doing with your life? Like <laughs> subscribe to show boys. Uh, so you can be notified whenever a new episodes of pokey boys comes out and you know, all the other show boys crap that we put out all the time on a weekly basis. So yeah, uh, subscribe here, uh, like, and follow and rate us, review us on the audio platforms. Um, as always, links to Kumino's channels, uh, his Twitch channel, and his Twitter page are in the episode description. Um, I th- do you have a YouTube channel? I think it might also be in the episode description. Actually, I have the episode description right next to me. I could just look and see what links I included. Uh, no, yeah, Kumino's I have Twitch a YouTube Twitter. channel. I have a YouTube channel, but I haven't uploaded there in about over a year. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Well, hey, I think you're a featured channel on Showboy, so you can find his channel there too. But go follow uh, Kumino on Twitch. Uh, he's streaming over there. Um, always good time. Follow him on Twitter. 
Um, and you know what? Even though Jared's not here, uh, they just started um, their new season. Uh, I believe their first episode's coming out here early January. Uh, but they're doing a Nuzlocke of Omega oh, yeah. Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Uh, so go follow Play Along Podcast. Their links are in the episode description. And um, never played through ORAS before, but I fired it up and it's been fun. And this is a tremendous remake. Holy cow. Uh oh. Is that a possible future game? <laughs> it definitely could be. Definitely probably will be. I don't know. Um, I'm. I kind of like Pokemon Uranium so far. Yeah. I've been um, playing a little bit of that on the side. Very nice. Well, hey, tune in next week. Uh, we only got two more episodes, guys. Uh, next wow. week we're covering Chapter 5, uh, which is House of the Shadows, or we'll be on Iami Island. And then, of course, Chapter 6 is the final chapter. And then we have our uh season finale battle which we're we're still working out the details how we're going to do that with a three-headed beast but we'll figure it out and um yeah looking forward to it and uh until next time you guys have a great evening peace